Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The sword of pass. Oh, no, you didn't, Gerald. Question number four, Jeremy. All righty. We're going to go back to something we brought up last week, but a slightly different answer. On what island is King Arthur buried? Remember, it's Camelot. Oh, okay. Remember, his kingdom was Camelot. We finally got to the bottom of that. Then he was buried on Prince Edward Island. So close. Easter Island. So okay. close. So close again. Jamaica. Avalon. 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 Oh. That's for all you people that got on us about Camelot last There's week. So many all-inclusive oh. resorts there. And I don't know why Camelot, but it makes me think of Lancelot. What's his name? Lancelot Link? Is that the, the monkey? The the, chi- yeah. The chimpanzee yeah, detective, detective or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so that's, what, that's where you go. Exactly what they hit. All right, question five, Jeremy. <laughs> All righty. Only three people have sold 100 million albums worldwide, both as a solo artist and 100 million, dollar, 100 million albums as part of a group. One of them is Michael Jackson. One of them is Paul McCartney. Who is the third person? I can give you a massive hint. Don Henley. You know, man, that's actually not a bad guy. That is a good Clapton? guess. Nope. Phil Collins. No way! Phil Collins! No way! Swear to God, man. Hang on no around there for way. us, Jeremy. Yeah, between Genesis and the solo Get stuff. Get out of here. You thought he'd fix his no receding Collins. hairline, but no. I'll be damned. All that money and all that for him. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, drunken charge and a half. Today we are talking about touching on Sit and Spin. Now, you can can get touched. I'll I'll get there. You can get touched in a lot of ways. Touching can mean different things. For example, you can get in touch with somebody. Sure. Right? Uh, You could have a, a touch of color. Perhaps, right? Or what have you a, talking about? a touch of whiskey. Me in the sun. Mm-hmm. You could be touched emotionally. Yes, sure. You can be touched of, physically, or of course, you can get touched physically. Uh, uh, Ryan, which way are we going uh, today? Yeah. We're going all over the place. Today, okay. which is why I brought this doll, Miles, so you can show me where the song touched you. <laughs> all right. Let me, well, uh, Ryan, and all truth. I, I know you were. Uh, I knew you were. That's stuck not in, a doll. That's uh, our coworker. Uh, I know you were uh, stuck in meetings all day. I was. Uh, and, uh, That's my uh, life. Initially, uh, we have uh, planned for you uh, 10 songs about dead people. So oh. just so you know, <laughs> That's good. Uh, as soon as we get any kind yeah. of information. That uh, hits real close to home. I bet it does. <laughs> yeah, it really does. So but, far, we have, ooh, that smell. Uh-huh. Uh, but we've got uh, some, some clo- uh, songs about. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do songs about people's grandmothers. That's been on your desk for weeks. It has been. But it here really... we are doing touching songs. Yes. So. Which also could be about your grandmother. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Depends what kind of grandmother you had. Number 10. I want to give you my love touch. Love touch? I, love I know what that is. Ted, do you remember this was an 80s Rod Stewart song? I don't. Sounds like a song I should maybe know. What, love touch? From the well, guy just, who it said. It sounds like. I think Rod Stewart has nine kids or something. 
I think he's been giving a lot touch. of people his love touch. That yeah. he knows of. Yeah, and they much. just kind of fight. I think they're all, he's yeah. like 70 some years old, too. He keeps yeah. having babies. Yeah. This is the guy who said, If you want my body. And you think I'm See, here's the problem with this song. The love touch, it's not about where he touches you. It's about what part of his body he uses to touch you, see? Mm, the connector. Mm-hmm. I, think I think it's his heel. These are ten songs about being touched on Six Fifth. Nine. Number nine. He touched me. What? <laughs> he put his hand near mine. Give me the doll. And then <laughs> he touched me. You think her father, the first time he heard the song, like, oh, I my God. Ooh. Oh! Oh, give me the doll. Your parents don't want to know this. Mm. I'm picturing if my daughter sang this to me at some point, I'd be like, who is he? I'm going to kill him. I don't think this doll has that part. <laughs> Sun tingle? Is yeah, this anyway, Barbara Streisand? That's, that's Barbara. Someone yeah. actually touched and her? The song is called, He Touched Me. Wasn't huh. James Brolin touching that for a while? I think Chris Christopherson touched it one time, too. I think Geraldo Rivera. Well, I think there's a lot of people out there that touched it. Geraldo Rivera? Geraldo's sure. touched all of us. Yes, smell yeah, my mustache. Hey. <laughs> These are 10 songs about being touched on Sin Spin. Eight, number eight. Touch your woman, touch your woman. Everything's going to be all right. Touch your woman. Wow. Who's that, Dolly? That's Give Dolly. me the doll. I know where to touch her. It was Dolly's birthday the other day, too. Huh. Dolly's telling you to touch your woman. How old do you think Dolly is? She is uh, 460. Going, going on 55. Do you right. think the dolly is still being touched? Oh, yeah. I, I think if Dolly wants to be, she certainly yes, is. Yes, that's the problem. She wrote that to her husband. That's <laughs> your <old> woman. <laughs> <laughs> Ten songs about being touched on this. Seven, number seven. Why? Why do you not want to touch her? It seems because like he's insulting. Because he explains it. Because he wants to bite her. Because making love to you might drive me crazy. Yeah, well, she have rabies? Just get in there, man. <laughs> Just gonna, it's gonna, nah, it's gonna set him off. And then, then she's a biter. It turns I think out. syphilis makes you crazy too. Oh, maybe that's what the song's that's about. Probably. She what had it is. syphilis. Mm-hmm. You guys think so? These are ten songs that's about being Leopard, touched, whether you want to or not, on Sin Six. Six number six. Not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. Are they talking about too much, Touching? too much women, too much booze? It's too a touch too much. See, ACDC has songs that, if it were written from a kid's point of view, would be terrible. Like this one, you shook me all night long. You would say, "Nah, man, from a kid." You're like, oh, this is horrible. Right. Still one of my favorite ACDC songs yeah. for sure. My favorite lyric in this song, "Bill." <laughs> <laughs> but you do a good one. You do a good bond. Bill. Right? <laughs> yeah. Ten songs about being touched on since then. Who's afraid? He's saying he has an erection. Oh. That, that is what that means. Can't you tell? No, I'm not afraid. I'm looking forward to it. That's actually his erection singing to him. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> Ten songs about being touched. There's the door. From the perspective of your erection. Number What part of the body you grab him when you describe it like that? Once he had it squeezing, I'm like, oh, I know where your hands are. <laughs> Cheeks. Yes. You know what body part is singing this part? I think people are enjoying these. Uh, this being touched in this song. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Ten I songs. Feel, I certainly feel touched. How about being touched? I'm sitting spin in a good way. Three, number three. Touching me. Touching you. 
So here's the creepy part about this song. And I think we've discussed this on Sit and Touching before. him is like touching a pelt. I th- I've read that this song is about Caroline Kennedy, who was a kid at the time that it came out. Okay, this took a, a oh. bad turn. Really? That's I, that's what I remember of this song. Yeah. Then why would you sing this? That's a great question, Thrill. Uh, don't Jesus. say it out loud. Wow. No. Jesus. Number two. Can't touch this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just telling you, no, you can't right. touch me. You think he's ever turned down a woman in a bar like, you can't touch this? No. no. Never? <laughs> no, I do not. He's, not he's, once. He said that. that. <laughs> not once. Oh, you can touch it. That's just a song. He said that just so she, to make sure she knew he was MC Hammer. And then he said, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Touch it. Would it be different if it was called Can't Touch That? Well, I tell you what. Listen to the song, though. It does not hold up. I mean, it sounds so early 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, it just does not hold up. No one's going up to him and saying, hey, could you do that Adam's Family theme song again? <laughs> hey, how's that 3M deal? These are the 10 songs about being touched on Six Fit. One, number one. I do too. I mean, Teenage Ryan really liked the song, or at least yeah. the idea of it. I, I didn't. It's like I want someone. I've touched myself for years. <laughs> of somebody do you think like, anyone has thought of you and touched themselves in your lifetime? Uh, I do it in the mirror because I'm so stunned. I know what I'm saying. Like I don't think that's really. I don't think it's real. I think they did, but they probably regret it now. <laughs> had they hindsight. had they actually met me in person yet? Right. <laughs> Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. So let's do it again. And now everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars and their job, oh or win and walk away with nothing. It's time for ten versus the wow. FCC. Late night, man. We're up to like three thirty-four o'clock. We all went out to dinner at the show last night. And yeah. After you youngsters climbed into bed, caught off your Reggie the uh, bedtime mm-hmm. stories, and we sipped our hot cocoa. You know, Miles and I stayed up late. We did. To, uh, <laughs> that's how we rolled the show. Yeah. Added some stuff into that hot cocoa, <laughs> did you? Were you? Uh, we, did, we tucked them in tight. We read stories. And were you Miles and I the, uh, stayed up late yeah. to work on this. Yeah. Were you part of the uh, crew, Mike, that when I went to use the bathroom, uh, drank my beer? Uh, I will plead the fifth. <laughs> were, you, were you a part of that? Yeah. Mm. Robin oh, was eighty no. percent of. He just switched the rhyme. Oh dear. Yeah. Ted's out. No. We're up uh, all night. I don't like this. Robin did most of it. Coming up with the <laughs> rhymes and riddles you for Ted versus the FCC. I heard you just <laughs> poured my beer down your throat as fast as you could, like two seconds. Robin turned like eighty percent. Boom. Head. I mean, it was it was. So thanks for that. Okay. Uh, lo and behold, you're not going to believe this. We came in today, and wouldn't you know it, there is a listener submitted Ted versus the FCC. I know. If we and had known. since Ted's not here, uh, and Mike's in, we're just going to give this one to uh, to Mike to see if he can get one in the win column. And, you know, like a lot of things, you know, uh, you grew up kind of out in, you know, in the middle of, sure. uh, of nowhere. Okay. So this is going to be a tricky one for oh you. Oh, boy. Okay? okay. And it goes something like this. And it's from our uh, good friend and listener, Sick Boy Dan. Sick Boy Dan. Yes. Sick Boy Dan. Digger Nick sits and splits his saggy knickers. Shelly sells Digger Nick some bigger knickers. The bigger knicker shift on Digger Nick. Shelly says you just can't trust those shifty knickers. The way we play Ted versus the FCC is you got to read that one time through, then three times fast. My stomach just hit my toes, man. Mm-hmm. This is bad. I'm already <clears throat> mad at you. You should be. I'm mad at me. <laughs> 
<sighs> Sorry, I drank your beer, Miles. It's okay. Dig- Digger Nick sits and splits his saggy knickers. Shelly sells Digger Nick some bigger knickers. The bigger <laughs> knicker shift on Digger Nick. Shelly says you can't trust those shifty knickers. Three times fast. Digger Nick sits and splits his saggy knickers. Shelly sells Digger Nick some bigger knickers. The bigger knickers shift on Digger Nick. Shelly says you just can't trust those shifty knickers. One. <laughs> Digger Nick sits and splits his saggy knickers. <laughs> Shelly sells Digger Nick some bigger knickers. The bigger knickers shift on Digger Nick. Shelly says you just can't trust those shifty knickers. Two. Digger Nick sits and splits his saggy knickers. <laughs> Shelly sells Digger Nick some bigger knickers. The bigger knickers shift on da- Digger Nick. Shelly says you just can't trust those shifty knickers. Oh, wow. <laughs> You are not a racist. I don't feel good about that. You are not a racist. I still don't feel good. It's all right. It's a big win. Nice work on Ted versus the FCC. And connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Our question, who or what is your arch nemesis arrival and why? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Cheyenne. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Cheyenne, can I uh, share something with you? Sure. Come on, man. Sometimes the most important thing in a whole day is the rest we take between two deep breaths. You want me to punch him for you, man? Well, you know, if I'll get to my, I'll get to my nemesis, but do you want me to punch him? Saying you guys as well. I'm actually a motivational speaker. Like, that's what I do. I go oh, around the Oh, BS. God. No, you're, no not. you're not. No, you're not. Hey, can Are you I, for sh- real? Sh- or, wait, wait, how do you get a job? First of all, how do you get a job as a motivational speaker? And then where do you motivationally speak? Well, I speak here in South Dakota where I'm from, and I've also done a lot of gigs out there in the Washington area. I mean, but what are you telling people when you're motivational? Is this like for a company or is it just a group of random people that come to hear you say this garbage that Miles is telling me? Well, it's honestly something that uh, I fell into doing like suicide prevention and stuff like that. And uh, I just get asked by different people to uh, come and speak. So, but what I wanted to say was, so there's that side of me that does the motivational stuff. And I understand where like, People like yourselves can feel a little throat punchy sometimes. I can understand that. <laughs> right. um, but then there's also the side of me that, the semi-depraved side of me that uh, gets joy from certain things like uh, hearing Miles get so, so bummed when throw farts in the studio. So I love that. <laughs> oh, All right, we're friends okay, again. That's us. Yeah, hey. Oh, come on. If ever you find okay. yourself doubting, you can make it through a challenge. Simply think back to everything you've overcome in the past. Shut up, man. I would also like to, if I could, I'd like to quote Miles Montgomery. Oh, God, it smells like a dry riverbed in Egypt. (laughs) No, it smells like a a river has evaporated and the dry, crackling mud is baking in the sun. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, my nemesis is uh, stairs, actually, because I'm a guy in a walker, so... I always say there's only two things that could make me go up and down stairs, which is either heavy metal or a beautiful woman. Okay, Cheyenne, or gravity. Cheyenne, why, why, why are you in a walker? I have a thing called cerebral palsy. Okay, so you've had this your whole life, or is this something that's that's come on later? I've had it since birth. Yes. Okay, and is it is it more 
debilitating as you get older, or are you more able to uh, to kind of work within it? It's not progressive, thankfully. Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay. Well, you know what, man? I, I I think you probably you probably have a pretty good job than being a positive speaker because all the things that you actually have overcome in your lifetime. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's one thing the people that I have unfollowed on Twitter who just drive me <laughs> up the wall because of their positivity. But did you unfollow Shine? No, John no, totally no, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is, is that you know, like it, you're the person to give that positive message because everything has not been easy for you. So with right. that, you have a even if you're full of crap, uh, I believe you. You know what I mean? No, that would be it's like this. Like, no, look, no, I'm man, I am not. I'm not going to a drug alcohol counselor who hasn't picked himself out of a gutter one right. night at two o'clock in the morning because they don't know what the hell they're talking right. about. <laughs> right. You know, with you, I feel right. like you know, and, I, and I'm sorry to, to say this, but but it actually, to me, leads more to your credibility based on the fact that your life has not been easy. I understand what you're saying. Okay, and just remember. Oh come on! Don't let yesterday take up too much of what you can do today. Seriously, do you want me to punch him? Uh, actually, that might be kind of nice, yeah. Yeah, you're a motivational speaker and you hate it, man. I get it. Ow! ow. And by the way, uh, a comment came in and says, if this guy's a motivational speaker, what is he doing listening to you guys? Yeah, uh, Cheyenne, can you, uh, can, you, can you motivate us at all? Can you motivate <laughs> well, us without me wanting to? Like, what would you, you've listened to the show for a while, what would you say? Like, what would you say to help? Motivational speaker, right. right? You're familiar with us. Okay. What what can you well, say? Do you guys want do you guys want the smart ass response I can give, or do you want like some like an actual thing that I could give? actual what, the yeah. actual thing, man? Like, what is your perspective on this? Okay, well, honestly, man, I mean, like people they get depressed, they get unhappy, but it's like if you if you're un, if you're depressed and unhappy, sometimes that's chemical and sometimes it's situational. But it's if you know what you're missing, if you know what you want, that means usually that you found it once before and you can find it again. And you will. Maybe not when you want or, you know, as soon as you want, but you will find it. What am I looking for? Um, it could be any number of things. It could be peace. Are it could get be- laid. Yeah, yeah how about that? He's just looking yeah, at that would be awesome. I mean, that right. would be great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, 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 well if I, I can't help you in that department. I assume that uh, no one can. No, right. I'm joking. Uh, okay, I'm joking. let me ask you a question. Uh, Cheyenne, where, where do you live again? You live in uh, South Dakota? South Dakota, North Dakota? Rapid City, South Dakota, yeah. Okay, does anyone care about South Dakota at all? Because when I look at the map here. Oh, here's the map of what? States yeah. that hate the other yeah, states? Yeah, you maybe hate North Dakota a little bit. But no one even cares that you're there. I'm just being, I'm just being honest. Like no the, one, the only people that really don't even just kind of remotely like you are people from North Dakota, but not really. It, it doesn't seem like it's that much of a hate. Save for Sturgis, which is a good time. You know, no one really, see, no one really does seem to care. I will admit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nobody. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely. You know I mean? right. Which is not a bad place to be. It's like being sweet. You know I mean? By the way, Cheyenne, just to let you know, uh, uh, comments continue to come in. Most people like you, but keep in mind, most. Yeah. Most. All right. Because <laughs> you're positive. Well, I, I appreciate that. And there was one time, I just want to throw in, that Miles suggested that I name my Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. And that went over pretty well. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Walker Texas. So did you officially name your Walker Texas Ranger? I did. I Sweet. did. See? All right. Okay, see? I said it. See? Miles, it's not all bad here. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> 
Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the Men's Room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef of the house. Oh, look out. Thank you, folks. Thank you. There be light, mm-hmm. and it was good. <laughs> All right, uh, Miles, you're you like to work out and stuff. Is there a is there a, a, a like a fad diet or fitness trend you jumped on? Is there any fitness trend? Oh, man, not so much. Other than just having to train for whatever it is, I was stupid enough. You to don't sign seem up for very it. fatty. I mean, all the years that I've known Miles, but you will count your calories and all that. But it's no, it never seems like any specific. No, diet like, I'm going to eat what I want, and I, and I realize that uh, I'm just going to eat what I want. <laughs> all right, all so right. So I just try to keep within that uh, that weight frame. You okay. do it like Weight Watchers, which fluctuates eat what you want, but ten to fifteen yeah. pounds at any given time. So it's just a constant battle of where's my metabolism at. All right, all yeah. right. What would you say would be your ideal diet? Now, it could be any things food. That I, things that I like. It could be any food you want, but let's say it actually worked and you lost weight eating it. Chicken wing. I'm the, with you. The chicken wing diet. Yeah. Like like a I lot of like, protein. I like a chicken wing or, or just the chicken diet. How about that? Any kind of chicken I could eat anytime I want. Chicken diet. That'd be nice. Throw, what about you? You don't really care either way. I don't, but it'd yeah. be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's it. People have lost a lot of weight off a cereal type diet. I don't think that's the yeah. cereal. I've done no research, but I do not believe the Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the cereal that helps Why, you lose got a, weight. You got a good one? Uh, this one's a little strange, right? But it's that time of year. So this one's called Military Diet. Although it's not affiliated with any branch of the armed forces, and it's not backed by any science. <laughs> okay. It promises people to lose up to 10 pounds a week, so people are into it. Whoa, that's a lot of weight. That's unhealthy. This is how it works. Yeah. Uh, you follow a strict, low-calorie meal plan for three days. It includes small portions of foods like toast, eggs, and vegetables. All right. With a nightly scoop of vanilla ice cream. Oh, so All you, right. you kind of you do what you have to do to be responsible throughout the day, but at night they allow you to have one treat. And Right. So for three days, you got to be really strict, right? Uh, one of the days includes two hot dogs. All right. That's one of your strict days. That's one of the strict days. All right. Then you take four days off where you eat normal and then repeat. That seems I like, feel like that's doable. What's your normal is the problem with those four days? Well, I mean. Like it's one of those days I can eat normal. I'm eating a pizza. Yeah. Why not? So here's the deal. It, you probably can lose some weight because the strict days you're eating less than probably 1,500 calories. Exactly. Right. The daily norm would be 2,000. So you might lose weight. But so they're that, saying three out of seven days a week you're eating less than you normally would. Hence, eventual weight loss. Right. And it's not, it's not nutritious. No. You know what I mean? But like they don't say they lose, are. Right. You can lose weight without being, without, losing weight doesn't equate to being healthier all the time. Look right? at a meth head. Yeah, right. Real thin. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just saying like, they're just like, man, it doesn't seem sustainable. Like you could try it. Again, military diet, not affiliated with any branch of the armed forces and not backed by any size. But a scoop of ice cream. You have a scoop you know of ice I'm gonna cream. I'm going to order you a scoop of ice cream tonight. <laughs> You just have to watch the world melt. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of ice cream, uh, Ben and Jerry's created a Netflix and chilled ice cream flavor. All right. Are you guys Are you guys familiar with Netflix and chill? I'm familiar with that. I am not familiar with the, what what you would put in an ice cream to recreate that. I'm trying to think of what my term used to be. Maybe goldfish? It wasn't like let's, let's chill. 
Uh, this one's actually pretty good. Peanut butter ice cream with pretzel swirls and pieces of brownie inside. I mean, oh, I, I, mean, thought, I thought it was going to be like gummy penises and no. something else weird. <laughs> That's the Antonio Brown flavor. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> Would you eat Antonio Brown rice? Yeah, if his picture was on the front, absolutely. You would buy brown rice if Antonio Brown's picture was on. Yeah, I would. I would call those crazy grains. Because he almost looks like a I'm ha- not eating. He almost, any looks like, of that. he almost looks like my a ha- mustache turned yellow. Kind of got that Haitian farmer look. You know what I mean? Like I'd be- it's believable. You know what I mean? It's believable. NFL player, Haitian farmer. You decide. Antonio it honestly Brown. just sounds like bad drug code. Do you want some Antonio Brown's rice? <laughs> yeah, he's on it. Yeah, like what is that meth? You'll tweet like a like a banshee. He's on something. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a new line of Klondike bars. What would you guys do for one? <laughs> I like a Klondike bar. I think you forget how good a Klondike bar is, and then you have one. And you're like, hey. I mean, I wouldn't do that. It's like Meatloaf said. Didn't yeah. I? There are a lot of things. I, I mean, but I won't do that. Depends I on got where a Klondike it. bar, brother. How bad do you want I it? I would include the Klondike <laughs> bar to hopefully make it taste better. You gotta eat it first. Whatever it is. Like yeah, nobody yeah. asked you, you that get question. the Klondike bar first, first and then you gotta do it. <laughs> oh. That would suck too, because then, because then the the Klondike bar is gone, and now you're just sitting there knowing what you gotta do for that. Right, thing. Like out loud. It's like paying off debt. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't like, want to do this now. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it was worth it. it you've been on the you've been on the chicken wing diet. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't worth so it. Klondike bars. Uh, I just uh, bought Cl- one. They're called Klondike. At donuts. least give me two. They're called Klondike, Klondike donuts. Klondike. Klondike donuts. All right. They come in donut flavors like Boston cream, Ooh. triple chocolate, <laughs> frosted strawberry. Ooh. 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 Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted was a Klondike bar. Came out looking like a frosted strawberry. <laughs> what is the frosting? Oh, we don't take money at the 7 Eleven. What are you buying? A There's six, an open price on the Klondike you buy a bar. Six oh, pack I know. Of Klondike bars? Mike, get in here. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of weird. These Klondike bar ice Klondike donuts. They look like regular Klondike bars, but they've got a hole in the middle. <laughs> Perfect. They're square. Come and get it. There's, is it a square hole or is it a square. circle hole? I'll get you the donut. It's still square. <laughs> Meet you halfway. It's got a hole in it. All right. Seems like you're getting Picture ripped off. that last stall at the rest stop. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe a bit of a ruse to sell, like, less ice cream. Right. And then eventually you're going to have to start serving the holes. And, uh, Klondike holes? Yeah. What would you do for a Klondike hole? Oh, man. Uh, you don't want to know. But probably the probably the new guy in the county. The new guy in the county. Anyhow, for a Klondike hole, bro. Right. Don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get through the day, bro. Klondike hole. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Bobbin, have we made it to drinking time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. 
and the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Stephen Throwhill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast 47-year-old Matthew Davies of, oh, man, uh, Dunfermline, something England. Anyway, Matthew decided that, like a lot of us, he wants money, but he didn't want to burden himself with, you know, getting a job. So he decided to rob a bank instead. He went old school. He entered a Bank of Scotland branch. Pulled a meat cleaver out of a pillowcase. Ooh. Right? Kind of digging that. Mm -hmm. The meat cleaver, obviously, this would serve as his weapon, while the pillowcase would serve as his mask. You see there? Two for one. Mm. Walk in with the meat cleaver, pull it out of the pillowcase, pop the pillowcase over your head, bam, instant mask. But that was the plan. But uh, when he slipped the pillowcase over his head, he realized that he'd failed to cut out eye holes. (laughs) So now he just has a bag over his head. He can't say anything. So he had to take the pillowcase back off of his head. So now, face exposed, he decided, what the hell, I'm going to follow through on this. He threatened another customer uh, with the uh, meat cleaver, broke a bunch of stuff uh, like a glass partition, ended up walking with about $3,000. He did not notice, however, a different bank customer who followed him home because he did not have a getaway vehicle. He walked home. This guy followed him at a safe distance, called the cops, gave him the address, and he has been arrested. Damn. What yep. a moron. I like the idea that, ha-ha, I got my pillowcase, and you put it on like, I can't see. Yeah, he never even tried it out? He never tried it out. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much thought he put into this plan. I'm guessing it was kind of like, I don't know, you're watching something on TV, commercial break hits, and you're like, am I hungry? Do I feel like robbing a bank? Eh, what the hell? Let's mm. rob a bank. What, an, what an eye hole. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'm just trying to think of ghost jokes. Anything. Basically walked into like Casper, right? Yeah, either either I mean, way, man, I, I, even if you cut the holes out of the sheet in the first place. Pillowcase, yeah. The pillowcase. To be able to put that on correctly so that it would sit at the proper area where you would actually be able I to I thought see, about that myself, right? I mean, I'm not exactly sure that half your face wouldn't be exposed anyway. I mean, you have to be really good to slip that over your head just perfectly so you can see. Where do you put your mask on, right? Because this guy walked. So even if he had a mask that worked, right? I don't know. He got a monkey mask or something. Like, I feel like if I'm standing outside of a bank and I see someone put a monkey mask on and enter the bank, I know what's going on. I'm probably going to call the cops. If you've walked into the bank and then you put the mask on, well, there's a good chance someone's already seen you anyway and you're certainly on surveillance. So, like, mm-hmm. we're. And you got to walk out to a decent distance because if you take it off as soon as you get out, like, there's CCTV somewhere around. That's there. what I mean. But you can't walk that far down the street wearing a monkey mask or whatever the hell it is you decide to put on. Look, if you're going to rob a bank, have a vehicle. I think, I think that is key. Or if you're going to walk, turn around. Make sure that nobody's following you home. Yeah, something. Either. Also, it seems like an interesting experiment. What's that? Just walk into a bank with a weird mask on and see what happens. I'll let you do that. I will say this, though. As far as the weapon of choice, you, <laughs> could, have, you could have a small knife. You, you could stab someone and do some damage. But when I see that meat cleaver, man, that, that's... You think crazy. I think you're out of your mind. Because yes. when you cut into me, man, you're going you're gonna to get a major artery. That's the thing. Right? Well, you got to keep in mind, too, he's in England, right? So having a yeah. blade on you, period, is a massive, massive deal. Like, even right. if you have a pocket knife, like, that's a big deal there. And people look at you different. So, really? Yeah, I'm guessing this idiot literally, kind of like Thrill said, literally grabbed grabbed something out of the kitchen, grabbed the, the pillowcase, and walked up there. He probably pulled the pillowcase off of the pillow that was on his bed. I mean, like, if you didn't take the time to cut eye holes, 
And you need a mask. Like, come on, man. And then he walked straight home. And walked straight home. Yes, he did. Mm. And that is why we toast. The reason we know his name is because he failed. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola bitola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.